I don't know. Is it a good thing that we're not prepared? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome to Cut the Reveal. Ricky, how are you today? I'm doing good. It's a little bit cold where I am, and I don't have my Mr. Rogers sweater, but I'm doing good. I'm glad <laughs> to be here, as always. Yeah, it's, it's warm inside, so I, I can't complain. <laughs> but anyway, Ben, uh, tell me what we're going to talk about today. So today, we are looking at um, a handful of demo reels, because um, we want to know what makes a good editing reel, what's important about a good editing reel. I think it's an interesting subject that comes up, especially with editors or really like anybody who needs some sort of demo reel. Should it be short and zazzy? So like a sizzle reel, that's just essentially like a really energetic montage. Or should it be something a little bit slower paced where you can actually see what the edits are, either like a full commercial or like at least a scene compared to a sizzle reel, which is usually like a minute to two minutes. Um, an edit reel like that would be something upwards of six minutes. So those are the two things. Yeah, and actually and, uh, the question comes from Christy, is that right? No, Chrissy. She's a uh, editor, she's an editor. She's a producer that I worked with or work with usually um, out of Denver. She's very good. She's very good. She's one of my favorite um, people to work with. That's awesome. I'm grateful we got that question. It's a very good one. Actually, she has sent a few more, so we're probably going to cover them eventually. Thank you, Chrissy, for giving us content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the way we're going to do it is we're going to watch a few reels together. Mm -hmm. And basically, uh, for those of you listening, uh, we will describe what's going on the screen. But you can also listen or watch the video podcast uh, on YouTube. So highly recommend it. And also, there will be the links to all of the reels we're going to talk about. We're going to uh, watch together in the description of the podcast episode as well. So whatever you choose should work fine, both in audio form and video form as well, of course. And if not, send us a note. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll do better next time. <laughs> yeah. Before we start, Peter, do you want to mention anything that's happening on Cut to the Point? Right now, there are no like published new videos on the channel, but we're working on uh, the video about uh, Alex Ferrari's book. Uh, mm -hmm. Ricky, you actually wrote the script for it, and we're, ed we're editing it right now, so maybe you want to share a few words. It's uh, Alex Ferrari. He wrote a book called Rise of the Film Entrepreneur. It's how to make, how filmmakers can essentially make money off of their film without just depending on the film as their bread maker. And according to Alex, this is essentially the future of independent filmmaking. So It is. Uh, I mean, you know, there are people who have been doing it for years, but uh, obviously 99% or even more of filmmakers don't do it and they don't like utilize those opportunities, so to speak. Uh, yeah. And I think the main takeaway for me is that instead of waiting for someone to finance your film, uh, do it yourself and like find the streams of the income that will like you know uh, take care of it financially yourself basically yeah right the, a lot of independent filmmakers are kind of trying to work within the same framework as the big filmmakers in Hollywood yeah um, and yeah. because they don't have the money to do those things like marketing and distribution and all those connections um they basically have to find a different way to do it. They just can't do it. It's not possible. So with this book, um, Alex kind of gives them the tools or shows how you can, how filmmakers can uh, be 
successful in yeah. being filmmakers, making art, but also living off of that art. Yeah, yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> it should be ready in about a week, I think. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Keep on the lookout. Keep on the lookout. <laughs> okay, let's start with the first reel, shall we? Yeah. So who's the first reel from? Let's go with Erwan's because I think, like, to, to be honest, we'll start with the strongest one, in my opinion. Okay. So Erwan is a guy that I met uh, via This Guy Edits YouTube uh, channel. I mean, he's actually his, his course, uh, the go-to editor. He's an editor from France. He's hmm. trying to break into narrative editing. He actually did break into it uh, last year. So he has co-edited his first feature last year. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, you know, he's legit. I envy him a lot. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, he has put together a, a reel that, in my opinion, is just like, is great. So let's let's watch it together and then we can like talk about why we like it so much because I know you like it as well. And go. So there is this quote, you're never going to kill storytelling because it's built into the human plan. We come with it. I'm often drowning in bits and pieces of sound and picture. Surrounded by a collection of disconnected fragments, I need to shape into a story while always keeping in mind one crucial thing. That story isn't mine. I just... Okay, I'll stop it again because I, I, I just want to uh, say how this beginning is constructed. Basically, first thing that strikes me is how different it is from all the things I'm used to when I'm watching, you know, someone's reel. Right. He starts with a quote, but it's a good quote. It's a quote that is very relevant to, you know, to, to editor's job. And then the music uh, introduces the first shot and introduces, like, the theme, so to speak, uh, with his narrative. What also is interesting, I think, is that the first thing we see is not his name or what he's doing. Yeah. It's something about what he does. Yeah. And actually what the person interested in editing services cares about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's keep playing. I just help telling it. Hi, my name is Erwan Kerok, and I'm an editor. As such, I'm deeply in love with filmmaking and storytelling. To me, editing is the point where everything converges, the decisive moment when the movie starts breathing and living. Okay, it's very hard to me to stop because it's, in my opinion, it's super engaging. Yeah. <laughs> Even though as an audio listener, you're probably like, there isn't much going on, but his choice of shots is very strong. Like, in my opinion, that's probably the first like tip for anyone who's making a reel. Only show the best shots you can show. Yeah, start out strong. Everyone actually, he, first of all, he starts with another question. But what happens if the story you need to tell is your own? And it's, all, it's also like a good question for someone who's looking for editing services, right? Uh, then he intercuts it with a few shots, his narrative, and then he cuts to a testimonial from someone he worked with. And that's also very strong, in my opinion. So there is another testimonial right now. Erwan has a skill set you didn't know you were missing. Then also there is a, um, I would call a credit parade, 
where it's basically like his credits, so edited by, which kind of yeah. legitimizes that he has these skills along with the testimonials from people that he's worked with or his colleagues. This isn't just a, a reel so far about what he can do. It's about him, which is yeah. different than probably 99% of the reels that you see out there. Yeah, that, that's a very good point, actually. Okay, let's keep playing. It should be like a carefully crafted action sequence, gripping and exciting. Every moment of every scene should be intriguing and provoking, something you cannot take your eyes away from. A film should be a unique experience, made by unique voices that come together to make you see the world, even for a minute, in a slightly different light, a fuller and brighter light. But all you really need to know is that shaping the narrative is my work and my passion. So now that I've told you part of my story, why don't we get working on yours? Bam! Bam! Man, that's very strong, very strong. So, you know, he showcases things he worked on, very good editing sequence, and, you know, it plays with the narrative. Like, the things he talks about are the things we see. And then, you know, very simple title game, mm -hmm. but on point. You don't yeah. need anything fancy here. No. You know, let's just get started working on yours. And introduces him by the end uh, to the audience even more. I know he's a great guy. I know he's a great editor by watching this reel. It also shows what he wants to be doing. Like this is uh, an editor who clearly wants to be editing films because everything in here is narrative. Yeah. You had mentioned that he wanted to get into the narrative game. And so everything yeah. that he showed in his reel is exactly that. And that's very important for somebody who has a reel. If you want to get into commercials, you're going to show commercials. If you want to get into narrative like Erwan does, then you're going to show that. And so that's going to lead to what you want to be doing. And that's very important. So... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is no going to be I, for those who drink say, out there. This you is know, a drinking game. I say you know too often. So <laughs> this is a drinking game. Every time you hear one of us say so, drink. Back to what we're talking Very about. Very hard for me to pinpoint anything I would done. I would have done differently about his reel. Like you know, it's so good that I don't have any criticisms for it. Really, which which is a bummer because you know, as an editor, you want to have. That, that criticism from someone who, who sees something else that you, you haven't, like, you know, considered. But no, I, I mean, it's great. I, I wish it would be my real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It inspires us and it should inspire clients that be like, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. But the point that I, like, want to stress one more time is that, like, this reel is also so great because it's so unique. You haven't mm -hmm. probably seen something similar to that, right? So we, like all of us, are very like used to seeing reels that are like you know only visual, only like you know with music, uh, mm -hmm. and this one is so much different. So I think this uniqueness factor is what makes it so great. This has more personality to it than any other reel that I've yeah. seen. Okie dokie, let's go for another one. Yeah, let's watch Sven's reel. Sven's old reel. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, by Sven, we mean Sven Pape, uh, also known as This Guy Edits on YouTube. Most of our listeners are probably familiar with him. Uh, so this is an old reel. Uh, he published it on YouTube, like, I don't know how long ago, but it's, a, yeah, it's, it's an old, old. reel uh, of his, and it shows a very different approach. So we'll kind of, like, skip through it and discuss why, it's, in my opinion, it's a good approach. Although it's not so engaging as what everyone did. Roll the tape. Get out! 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 Get out!
Look at that. Oh, boy. We are inside the Titanic. Time to slow down. Still can't get over this camera has come out. This is truly a big dive happening today. It should be interesting. Discovered the impressive selection of luxury sedans. I'll stop it here, because like first thing, he does start with his name. It's a brief second just to basically like set up for the mood of watching the thing. Mm -hmm. But then he starts with, first of all, the biggest film he has worked on by that time, probably, Mm -hmm. L.A. Twister, and something that is associated with the biggest name he worked with, which is James Cameron, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the second thing he shows. And then we have some commercial uh, shots over here, and basically, this is this first part is more or less like a scissor reel, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, it's not as uh, fast paced as what we're used to with scissor reels these days. Right. Uh, but still, like it's it's fast paced. It's like very energetic, and you know, like sells you a lot of visual information in a short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, and and that's what he continues with. He basically like shows a lot of different uh, corporate projects he worked on, like some documentaries he worked on, uh, TV stuff, and things like that. And then he starts with the second part, which is more like showcasing the actual scenes he worked on. Basically, I think I'm like the best guy around at computers. I mean, if you hire me, I, I, I'm pretty confident that uh, I'll advance uh, very rapidly mm-hmm. because, uh, well, I think I can pretty much say I'm better and... Okay, I'll stop it here. He gives us a sample of his capabilities, but at mm-hmm. the same time, he uses, you know, well-known actor actors to, to sell, yeah, to sell himself, to give us, like, the sense of credibility, I think. Correct, right? yeah. James Franco is in this scene, for those of you at home. The next one is uh, the Titanic stuff, which is documentary. John Paxton, isn't it? And then a CW show. Yeah, and that so, speaks a lot, a lot yeah. about like how it's like to work with someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, I mean, that holds weight. People who are looking for editors want to work with legitimate people that know okay. that they can take on whatever their their projects are. And something like that is definitely a feather in, in Sven's cap. Yeah, yeah. Uh Okay, shall we go over the next one? Yeah. So, uh, Phil Hawkins is his direct reel. This is not an editor reel. It's drama and commercials, so we'll play it. We're born alone. We die alone. And in between, we spend our lives looking for something, a connection. That's all we want. Many friendships will come only to fade as quickly as a firework. But some, a rare and precious few, turn life up to 11 and keep it there. You gotta hold on to friends like these because just like air, you'll miss them when they're gone. Okay, I'll stop it here. As you recognize, that's Christopher Walken, and it opens up with him. It starts out with Phil's name, that he's a director. And then it starts with Christopher talking, which is something that Phil also directed. Um, And then we're cutting to scenes of movies that he's directed. You can hear the dialogue from different movies that he's worked on and then shots from other films that he's worked on. So we see an older Robert Englund, who was Freddy Krueger. 
he is walking through some halls and then we hear these two women talking. The visuals are going along with what Christopher is talking about. Phil is, so he's creating a narrative about the power of, of his craft. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. You know, when I watch it, I feel like I'm watching a, a video essay to some extent. Like, you know, oh, yeah, I know that's it's exactly, real, but yeah. it feels like you're listening to some philosopher talking about meaning of life or something like this. And it's, it's very engaging, very engaging. Like, it's super hard to stop, uh, like, playing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even, even within the description of this reel, mm. because he hadn't cut it in a long time, he wanted to do something unique. There's that thing again, people, like being unique, making something yeah. that stands out. And then he basically just used stuff that he's worked on to affirm what Christopher is talking about. Yeah. Okay, let's watch a little bit more. I Don't talk about fathers. He did the stop lying. Just let us out of him. Yeah, very good music choice as well. Uh, this is actually a cover of Radiohead. You are correct. Yeah, and it plays very, very well with the visuals. It sets very good mood for what's going on visually. And we're seeing a lot of very emotional scenes. So we know that Phil has the chops to direct very challenging scenes. Definitely. Please! Look, you're the one holding the gun. That's all right, isn't it? What we have to do today is what has to be done. change everything because we are not alone out there can you not see what is happening yeah a lot of focus on faces mm-hmm. a lot of focus on body movement so the things that the director actually you know like really like shapes like things that he really contributes to i think this that's also stands out you really can see that this is a director reel. Like it could be an editor's reel as well, because both editor and director like brag about the same things to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. About performance shaping, because you know director shapes performance on set. As editors, we shape performance in editing bay. So the focus is the same as for editor's reel. Mm-hmm. You can really see that that reel really is showcasing these things and focusing a lot of eyes on faces, on action, on body movement. Yeah, and it's telling a story. Yeah. Strong storytelling skills here. Okay, so we do not need to watch the rest of the reel. It's go, it goes along the same lines, but it showcases the, how brilliantly it's, it's done. Like, it feels like a coherent story in itself. Yeah, uh, it's very... The thing that stands out about this, other than the, the, the style that it's done in, and the uniqueness of it, is it's similar to Erwan's, and then it's very personal. We're not just seeing the skills of Phil. We're seeing his personality in regards to, like, this is a very personal thing. This, this demo slash video essay is, is very much him, who you're going to yeah. be working with. Yeah. Again, the link in the description of the podcast if you want to watch it in full. We strongly recommend it. These are like, all of these are really good. So (laughs) watch them. Uh, The next one, shall we go with the next one? Yeah. Okay, so the next one is uh, director editor reel from Jeff Pinilla. I I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. So this one's a little bit older, not as old as Sven's, but Mm -hmm. 2017. Um, To be honest, I don't know him. So I, I mean, I should. And just judging from, you know, the real, I know he's very high profile. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not like, you know, I am. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's, he's not like us he's people. A, yeah. This is like a real guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like a real guy, not like someone who's faking it. In, you know, in... <laughs> he just started a podcast. In one of talk. the rooms in his house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's anyway, play his real. <laughs> anyway, let's play. If you're going to do something, do it well. And leave something with you. Leave a sign to let the world know that you were there. Have a good day. Take a little walk on the edge of town and go across the track. All of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. Everybody who does interesting work went through a phase. Okay, so I'll stop it here. Uh, basically, this one is more visual. There is no so much attention put into characters, into emotion, into performance. It's more about selling visuals, putting frames within frames. And, uh, you know, we can see a lot of things he had worked on. Some of the short films, uh, some of, you know, commercial work and things like that. Another thing is that he uses a song, The Red Right Hand, mm -hmm. which I'm like wondering, is it possible to like license this song? How did he get access to it? <laughs> I'm just wondering. We can ask him someday, maybe, and we'll yeah, find out. Maybe. But since considering it's been up for the past five years almost, I think uh, yeah. unless we just gave up the ghost on it and now they're going to take it down. So if that happens, sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is a new... Uh, version of like a montage like other ones so we're seeing his name first and then we're hearing a quote which is kind of setting us up for his work ethic uh, as a director and as an editor and then we're seeing visuals that are enticing so it's engaging in that sense and because and with the the screens that he's putting in and the split screens and then even uh, he's got commercials or scenes from whatever he's worked on kind of pulling back and being in a TV or in a phone or in an iPad or, or whatever. I don't know what that specifically is other than maybe as something like a visual cue as like it's different. So it's keeping the yeah. eye moving. But regardless, it's still something that's it's still a compelling um, reel for that. Okay, let's play another 20 seconds. Where what they were making wasn't as good as they wanted it to be. I would just like say to you, do a lot of work. Do a huge volume of work. One filmmaker took a look at Hurricane Sandy from one side that most people do not get. Yeah, so Vimeo's tough pick. That's what he brags with. And yeah, he, he yeah. has good reasons to do it. So that's good. Uh, like, congrats, man. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very rich in transitions in like, yeah. Uh, how do you call these things? Like visual candies. That's what you call them. The right? eye candy? Yeah, eye candy. Exactly. We're seeing his work. He's telling us what those scenes are from. Also, you can hear that what I assume is um, his own narration about like his work ethic and what he thinks needs to be done. Oh, really? Um, Do I assume, I don't know. I don't Maybe know if it it's is. him specifically, but regardless, he's, you know, that narration is... I think it's a mashup, but I'm not sure. It could be. I mean, this is just a, a, a voiceover. It has nothing to do with mm -hmm. any of the scenes that, are, that he's mm -hmm. showing mm -hmm. us or any of the, the videos that he's worked on. Regardless, mm -hmm. it's, this is something that's making it unique compared to other videos, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. other demos, I mean, uh, and it's but also giving it more of a personal touch. 
he's telling us his work ethic. So we're seeing what he's what he is capable of doing as a director and as an editor. But then we're also he's letting us in on a personal level. Like this is what you can expect from me as, when you, you work with me. This is the standards yeah. that I would adhere to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and shall we go with your real Ricky? Sure. I this is Peter's pick. So yeah, I didn't I, I didn't say anything about this. So he just kind of said I wanted to put it on there. I'm not going <laughs> to complain about it. So Okay, I will. <laughs> Great. Okay, yeah, I'll stop it here. First thing I want to like bring out for those of you who who who, who can see it, uh, basically the reel starts with a lot of visuals from different sources. So this time we don't have like this, uh, you know, a common thread that goes along the whole reel. And this time we have like a mashup of a lot of videos of a lot of uh, styles of videos as well. What it tells me is that you're Ricky after like a more broad audience with that reel. You will be pitching with it to clients that want you to do some like edit a commercial uh, as well as to someone who wants to edit a music video or things like that. So would you agree? Yes, this reel is basically just like the latest stuff that I had been working on or stuff that I was proud of. So it's very broad. It goes uh, across a, a huge gamut of different styles. Yeah, yeah. What I love about it is your music choice. This oh, is like you. the thing that really like sells me into it. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the, this this real your real is not like I I wouldn't say it's unique uh, no. as others we've seen. Uh, it's mm-hmm. more like what you would expect from a real. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like the music choice, like really, like you know, <laughs> dives me into it. <laughs> oh, good so to speak. Like very good music choice. We love it. Okay, let's play another fifteen seconds or so. Yeah, what I also like with reels, and you do it in yours as well, is um, how you like mix different styles of videos. So you have mm-hmm. this, like you know, this basketball footage mm-hmm. that you intercut with something that is like very clean footage, and the, 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 this kind of thing is also, I think, quite, quite nice in reels. Uh, like you know, playing with this aspect of different visual styles that you'll kind of like marry together uh, Mm -hmm. with your editing, with pacing and with transitions you use here as well. Uh, Yeah, so overall, I think this is like a solid reel. Uh, It's not, uh, you know, uh, as like standing out of the crowd as was, was... yeah, as, <laughs> as the rest, as the other, as yeah, others. as unique as others, but yeah, but it's um, it's very solid. It's very solid as well. So uh, also encourage anyone to watch it. Uh, the other thing in regards to the music, there at least has to be some sort of hook, whether it's the uniqueness of Erwan or what Phil did or even what Sven did. Uh, there's always a hook that's going to bring people in, um, and it can be as simple as 
as music. As that's the thing that's going to yeah. set that apart for somebody. And it may not be for everybody. There's people who look at these reels that we've said that these are fantastic and be like, man, I don't know what's going on here. What am I, what's he selling? You know, that's and that's, fair. and that's okay. And from our perspective, this is something that is so different than anything else that we're used to or that people do that. That's kind of what makes it that much more exciting and that much more inspiring. Um, yeah. because we get set in our ways and when, when somebody shakes that up in a, in a good way, then, you know, it makes us want to be better and be like, okay, how, how can I take my old crusty demo reel and make it something that's more like its own thing, you know? Yeah, man, these are like, all of these are good inspiration and that's what I think we want to leave you with. And my final thought would be that, you know, know what you're after. If you're after narrative work, try to create a reel that will like showcase what you're after. I've seen like dozens of film uh, of reels that are like, you know, for someone who's producer, director, editor, and uh, Mm -hmm. photographer at the same time. And uh, in my opinion, like these would be more effective if they were like, you know, uh, targeted towards like specific client. Right. Uh, But, you know, that's obviously for, for everyone to judge on their own. But generally, I think like knowing who you're talking to will always be beneficial. So whether you go with like, you know, sizzle reel approach or Mm -hmm. with giving samples of edited scenes, either way, like try to know who your audience for the reel is. So just like you would for a video you're editing for a client where you're Mm -hmm. asking a client, who's that video for, right? That's the question we editors ask all the time. Ask yourself about like, who, who, who you're really trying to reach with that with that reel. So that would be my takeaway and something I will if if I create a reel for my own for myself one day. I don't have a reel as I said on the podcast previously. <laughs> That's great. That's so funny to me. But I wanted to mention that, you know, a sizzle reel also gets people to your website. I've created a sizzle reel that hopefully people will go, oh I want to look up Ricardo Caslino. I want to go to his website. Then they can see that my complete catalog of videos like the full takes of those videos yeah in yeah. regards to like what we had seen with sven um where we saw long takes like scenes from different movies and whatever in my experience those type of reels are you've already have the client or you have a client that wants to see what you can do and so then you would make an edit reel like that where i've done it before where i have like a sizzle reel which is just like the zazzy stuff that like hooks people that gets them excited but then the people that are like okay this is cool but what are some commercials that you've done or what are whatever yeah and then i would send them another reel that'd be like here are four commercials and they, i would kind of set it up the same way this is who i am and then it would just go into this commercial or this intro this promo and they would see the full extent of it so it's going to be a lot longer than two minutes it'll be like you know like i said before upwards of six minutes but there's a very specific thing like you're not necessarily going to hook people with this edit reel that's like six minutes long you're going to hook people with the sizzle reel uh and then that will get you a conversation hopefully it'll get people to like get you to their, their to your website that's what i would like to to add to that amen amen <laughs> Okay, so before we cut to the game show, the free questions or whatever you call it. (laughs) Free questions (laughs) or more. Yeah, I just wanted to say quickly that, you know, since we don't have a sponsor for the podcast, at least not yet, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that the day we're publishing this episode, Mm -hmm. we we actually start with live sessions 
in the Editing Chef program. So my course that I created about productivity and efficiency and all the things you do to make yourself productive in Editing Bay, like, you know, make your workflow better, basically. Uh, all of these things, uh, this is what the course is about. And we start with the first live session. First live session is about work environment. So the plan is that we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about basically the videos from that module of the course and to do exercises together. Because I, I, I want the students to, you know, to basically do something about it, the things they learn about and do something about it myself as well. Because these are things like, you know, you, you have to like reiterate on constantly. So I like to revisit these, these you know, these topics and these like uh, techniques and things like that uh, and kind of like reiterate on them. Uh, yeah, so that that's it. Like, if you're interested in, you know, making your workflow better and more efficient, visit cuttothepoint.com forward slash TEC. That's your link for, yeah, for the editing chef course. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then I just wanted to mention really quick before we get into the game is that to give credit where credit was is due was that Chrissy, my production friend, Chrissy Olivero, so that you know who she is if you want to look her up on their internet. She's a fantastic producer. Um, she's done stuff on for HBO and documentaries and tons and tons of commercials. Worked with her for a long time, so she's a great, great person. But it's just proof that if you give us ideas, we'll actually use them. So just oh, so yeah. you guys know. Oh, yeah. yeah there that's are a things good that happen. So. And actually, if we do talk about it, we'll actually uh, post a link in the description as well to the service that is called SpeakPipe where you can record the question to us and it will, it, it will be directly to us, sent directly to us. So, you know, a very convenient way to do it. You don't even have to open your, up your email. So <laughs> there you go, people. Check that link and um, hopefully we'll hear from you guys soon. All right, it's game time, folks. Um, for it. those of you who haven't played it yet, because it's usually just me and Peter playing at this point, um, it's three questions usually, but probably going to be more. Uh, if you're familiar with the American Games categories, it's kind of like that. I'm going to ask Peter at least three questions um, within the realm of movie and TV. Uh, and they're just going to be simple questions where he has to essentially find a movie or a film that uh, relates to the question. So, for example, if I say, name yeah. one movie where there's a flying car, then Peter yeah. would give me one movie. Yeah. And Peter and I have only 10 seconds to answer these questions yep. and for each right question we get one point and for every wrong question we get negative points is that right or we just don't get a point uh we just don't get a point okay but yeah last time you won uh it was like three two i think three two in your favor oh, did I win? yes yeah you did you did you did unfortunately <laughs> so i'm the reigning champion right now exactly let's 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 do it ricky uh read your first question to me and set the timer as well i'm putting 10 seconds on the clock all right name a movie or tv show where the main character is a stand-up comedian ah uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, no i lost it <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh just give me more time give me more time uh i mean i i have a, a movie in my head yeah uh, 
Okay, you, you know, so the movie I have in my head and I just can't like take it out of my head and move move on to something else is actually a short film by Jim Cummings. He oh. did a short film mm-hmm. uh, which is called, and I don't remember the name, and that's why I froze because I like I was like, what was the name of the short in my head at least? That's what's oh, go- yeah, that yeah. what was going on, and I still can't remember. But it it it's like let, let me Google it. I think that for a new thing for the people out there is that. We'll also put up the questions in the description so you can see. And then if you want to play in or come up with your own answers, you can also send them to us. Native stand-up. That's the name. Native stand-up. Next time, yeah. I guess. I was, yeah. I was, Next time, man. <laughs> the, 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 when I was thinking of that question, I thought of um, The King of Comedy, which is an old uh, okay. Scorsese I, I, film. I haven't actually watched it. I know, I know the film. I know what you're talking about. I, um, it, it's, it's with... Uh, Robert it's De Niro. With, yeah, yeah, Robert De Niro, exactly. Uh, but but I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it already. We had talked about it on the Editing Chef Discord chat, about yeah. how I, it's very similar to Joker, to the Joker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Which, you're talking about it, yeah. yeah. No, no points <laughs> yeah, on the board Exactly, yet. exactly, good point. Okay, so name a movie with classical music in it. Amadeus. Good. <laughs> well, well done. One point for you. <laughs> One point for me. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Name a movie or TV show where the main characters or a main character is an inanimate object. What? You know what? An inanimate object. Something that isn't usually alive. How about that? Ah, okay. So, uh, Wally. Um, I don't know if that would count because it's a robot, so it would be okay. I didn't even set the timer yet. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay. It gives me a chance. So, does like zombie count, or I don't know? Like, it would have to be something that isn't usually. In, 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 object. In, in, I, I don't understand this word. Okay, Sorry. so that's that's my bad. So something that's like a good question. Uh, Toy Story. Toys are inanimate objects. They're not something that have like personality or like. Uh. Um, there's that horror movie about the tire that goes around killing people or <laughs> yeah, child's was. play. Child's play. Like he's a doll. So no, that's a. We'll give that one. That's a. I'll, to, I'll come up with another one because that was that was lost in translation. That didn't work out as well as I thought it would. <laughs> okay, yeah. So ask me the next one. The next one. So the next one is, it's a three-parter. It's I'm looking for three answers here. Okay, give me more time. Okay, I'll give you twenty seconds. Thirty. I, I mean, like one thirty seconds. Each film. Yeah. Okay, thirty seconds. <laughs> Name three movies with Brad Pitt in them. Okay. So, Fight Club. Uh, curious case of Benjamin Button or so this. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh uh Cassidy K- 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 uh, <laughs> this this like murder thing that's going on between Affle- case no no. Uh, five <laughs> seconds. You got five seconds. Oh come on, agents! We've yeah. What was the name? What was the title? Okay, it agents. <laughs> no, it wasn't agents. 
<laughs> okay, I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> You're <laughs> so okay. So that's so you have zero points on the board still. <laughs> yeah, right. the thing is that it's obviously it's easy, but under the time pressure, the pressure, you just say stupid things. <laughs> so those were good though, Benjamin Button. That wasn't that wouldn't yeah. have been my first. The yeah, of, of, why didn't I say just seven? I don't know. Ah, why. yeah, or even you had mentioned What's upon a oceans. time in Hollywood? Oceans, oceans. Yeah, uh, twelve through thirteen. Inglorious Busters. Why didn't I just say it? That's crazy. All right, so the okay, score but stands I, I, at I, one I still to zero. need to find the film that I was thinking about. <laughs> so I'm thinking about this this movie that Brad Pitt did with uh, Angelina Jolie. Oh, the Smiths. The Smiths. Okay, Mr. you know what? No, no, not the Smith. The Mister. The and Mrs. Polish Smith. Tan- the, 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 Pol- the Polish title was something like Agents or something oh, like this. Oh, okay. And I just I, I was aware that it's not the correct one, but again, my, my brain wouldn't. Sweep. Well, wait. Is the, is that is that the actual name of it in Polish? Is Agents? I think so, but I'm not sure. But I think so. Because if it is, then I'll give it to you. Because you got it in within the time. No, it's not. What's it called in Polish? So no, what's it's the it's, actual translation. It's also Mrs. and Mrs. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So, no. Sorry, Peter. No worries. <laughs> That's the reality. Okay, good. Your second question. I'm ready. Hit me. Good. Okay, name one location feature film. Australia. I don't know it, but I believe you. <laughs> Australia is a. Um, it's got Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman in it. It's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was directed by Baz Luhrmann. Mm-hmm. So is that? Yeah. I, not really. So that's lost in translation as well. Okay. <laughs> so what is it? What, give me the question. I was again. thinking about one location as like one room, one apartment, something like that. Within that would be in the title, or that would that's in the movie. No, that the is, movie that's is... in the movie. Like the movie is happening in one location, like, but not like one country, one city. Only like oh, one. Okay. Can I guess again? Can I? Sure. Four if rooms. you know it. Four rooms. Oh yeah, these are four rooms, I guess. But I think it counts. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, you know I, I've seen about? it. I've seen it. I've seen it like ten years ago or something like that. But yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. So it's an anthology of movies, and each film is within one hotel room? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, it was the same room. Okay. I don't know that it was the same room, but each story was in one room the entire no, time. Ah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, so... Good. Do you, are you going to give me that point or no? I will, of course. So, 2-0. Yeah, but still, right. I, I, I won the first point, so give me the next question. This is. I'm just looking for one answer. Name a movie or film with a flying car in it. <laughs> My goodness! Seriously, <laughs> Harry Potter and <laughs> the Chamber of Secrets. I, I mean, I uh, did I yeah. ask that last time, or did you <laughs> no, ask me that but, last time? No, but you asked about the dragon in it. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Why did I? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's still points. I, I'm that's thinking points. about another one. Uh, back, back to the Future. Back to the Future. Exactly. Exactly. I was just about to say it. Back to the Future, and you know, real life example would be like launch of Tesla uh, into space <laughs> from <laughs> few years ago. That's true. <laughs> Not a feature film, but no, if, no. Uh, if a video, the video counts, then 
Okay, I'll I'll give you an easy one, a very easy one. Okay. It will be for, for you. It will be super easy. But you won already, so I I don't hesitate to give you an easy one. So. <laughs> okay. So name three horror movies. Just horror movies in general. Yeah. The Exorcist, The Changeling, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Good. <laughs> oh, I've seen only one Nightmare of those, The Exorcist. Only The Exorcist. I I, I haven't seen the second, the, the the remaining two. Okay, so that's three questions that I've answered, right? Yes. So you have three points, uh-huh. and I wouldn't count that second question because it was again lost in translation. But so, right. so yeah, yeah. So three to one, basically three to okay. one. <laughs> <laughs> if you're following along at home, it's three to one. For Ricky again. Uh, I'll do For, yeah. better next Rain, time. Reigning champion. Of three questions or Good. more. Good. So, well, so all right. that's it for today. The next episode will be an interview, but we will not tell you with whom just yet. So Yeah, we have stay. a lot of exciting things coming up in 2022, people. So stay tuned. And exactly. uh, as always, shoot and edit like there's no tomorrow. No tomorrow. Exactly. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day. If you like what you've heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you've listened to this on. Your reviews help more people discover this show. You can also follow us on Instagram. Just search for at cut to reveal and tell your friends. And if you have any questions or comments, send them to podcast at cuttothepoint.com. And who knows, maybe we'll use them in the future episodes. And as we say around here, until the next time, shoot and edit like there is no tomorrow. Thank you.